Now, as we emerge from the decade of centenaries, the story of County Clare's leading role in the fight for Irish freedom is now widely known and well documented. Uh, historic events like the ambushes at Renine and Glenwood the capture of the RIC barracks at Rouen and Six Mile Bridge and the sacrifice of leading Republican rebels like Patter Clancy, Martin Devitt or the Scarf Martyrs are still widely celebrated in song and story throughout the Banner County. Well, Parag O'Gorourke, the author and historian, recently launched his new book, The Disappeared, Forced Disappearances in Ireland, 1798 to 1998, where he specifically uh, wrote about Clare disappearances. And I'm delighted to say we are joined by Parag. Parag, a very good morning to you. Good morning. Uh, thank you for taking the time to be with us. Uh, can you just briefly exp- uh, outline for us why you decided to write a book on this particular topic? Uh, well, I suppose uh, 15 years ago when I was writing my, my first book on County Clare, Blood and the Banner, about the War of Independence and Civil War period, um, my relatives would mostly, mostly be from um, the Milton Malbay area. And... Um, I had local people saying to me whenever I went up for the Willie Clancy week, um, I hear you're writing a book. Are you going to write about the soldier and the bog? And I said, what what soldier is this? What are you on about? And people told me a story of a British Army soldier stationed in the area. And in the summer of 1920, he had gone to visit his girlfriend. He was captured uh, by the IRA who suspected he was a spy. He was taken. He was executed. His body was buried in Drumbon Bog um, near Moy, just uh, not between Milton Malbay and, I suppose, Liscanner. And um, nobody knew who this soldier was. Nobody had a name for him. So I thought the, the story was interesting. I was shown the gravesite and um, by uh, PJ um, Lenan or Lachnan, um, who's living uh, living in the area. And when I was doing my PhD research, I actually found both IRA and British documentation that confirmed the story was true. Um, the gravesite was already marked, but uh, way out in the bog, I helped add the name to, to the gravesite and um, published an article about it, thought no more about it. And then years later, in 2018, I had um, uh, Chalmers, Private Chalmers was the soldier's name, George Duff Chalmers. His relatives were in Scotland. They were doing their family tree and family history research online. They found out where he was buried. They contacted the uh, the authorities. And long story short, his body was uh, was exhumed and was reburied in Dublin. And many people in the area would would know that story. And indeed, I did a documentary, a radio doc with Clare FM about it. And he was just one of um, 94 people who were disappeared by the so-called uh, old IRA during the War of Independence. So I suppose that set me, that experience set me thinking about it. And um, basically, I had contacted the, the British Army, the British Ministry of Defence, the, the Gardaí, all different authorities saying, look, I've done research. I know where a number of these bodies are. You found one and nobody wanted to uh, excavate them or uncover them. So I said, look, I, somebody has to, to record this story and that's me and that's why I wrote the book. And a fascinating book it is too and you know you detail a, a lot of the disappearances that have happened within Clare and a couple caught my eye. One wasn't actually, it was someone who managed to escape being disappeared, that was Corporal Alexander McPherson, although by the sounds of him he, dis- he maybe deserved to be disappeared um, but one that uh, was really interesting and for people, you know, when they hear uh, Porig about uh, the black and tans, they generally and incorrectly think it's all 
English, Scottish, Welsh soldiers coming over to earn a few quid and that they caused havoc over here. But you detail the story of one of the men who was disappeared by the IRA, Constable Daniel Anthony Murphy, who was in the Black and Tans, but he was Irish and hailed from Cork. Yeah, about 20% of the the Black and Tans were Irish. The idea that these were all English guys let out of prison to come to Ireland is uh, is a myth, is propaganda. Certainly many of them should have been put in prison uh, for what they did here. Um, but Constable Daniel Murphy was um, uh, an ex-soldier from, from Cork. Uh, he joined the Black and Tans and um, he was stationed in Clare. Now, he was quite useful to them because being an Irishman in the the Black and Tans, he knew local, uh, let's say, Irish customs. He knew Irish culture and, and traditions, and he could kind of suss who was who in terms of politics, the way that, let's say, an Englishman arrived from Oxford wouldn't have known. And there was a big ambush that all, all your listeners in East Clare will know about, the Glenwood ambush in January of 1921. And after this, um, Constable Daniel Murphy would disguise himself as a farm labourer and would cycle around to farms in uh, in East Clare, supposedly looking for work. But what he was actually doing was trying to get information about who had been involved in the Glenwood ambush and trace them down. Um, the IRA became aware of his presence they uh, sussed quite quickly that he was a, a black and tan in disguise and they uh, they arrested him. They took him away. They executed him in March of, uh, of 1921 and buried his body in, uh, in a wood. And um, the body remained there until the ceasefire came in July of 1921, the truce. And at that stage, Michael Brennan, who was commander of the IRA's East Clare Brigade, had the body exhumed and returned to the British. So he's one of the cases where the body was recovered. In other cases, there's bodies still missing. And an interesting side note to that story is he was cycling around on a bicycle. The bicycle was kept in the area. And years later, when the saddle broke, um, somebody took it to get it repaired. And they found up rolled up inside the um, bicycle frame a coded message um, from 1921. So that was clear evidence that the guy had actually been out gathering intelligence. Porig, the book itself, and how hopeful are you that other bodies will eventually be found? And you know, you're through your work uh, that has helped as well. Do you hold out hope that there will be more bodies found, or will be the, a lot of them just be too difficult to trace at this stage? Um, no, I think I think um, about over forty, perhaps up to sixty of the bodies from the War of Independence period are still missing. The book was launched in Dublin by Jeff Nuffler, who is the guy, he's a former Manchester policeman. He's the guy who um, exhumed most of the bodies that were recovered in the north, those killed during the Troubles by the Provisional IRA. And prior to that, he actually um, recovered the bodies of the um, the children who were killed by the Moors murders in Manchester. So he's one of the world's experts in finding these hidden bodies. He launched the book and he said that um, it's quite possible these bodies will be recovered. And if we just stick again to County Clare, for example, I know to within a quarter of an acre um, where in Ballynoe Bog near Connolly that another British soldier, Private George Robertson, is buried. But when I contacted the Gardaí and the authorities and the Commonwealth War Graves, British Ministry of Defence, they seemed to be too embarrassing um, for the authorities to dig up because when it comes to Irish politics, we're quite happy to castigate Sinn Féin for Jean McConville and people who were disappeared by the provisional IRA in the 70s. But if we talk about Michael Collins and De Valera's comrades in the IRA dis disappearing people in the 1920s, they were the founders of the Irish state. And that's a lot more difficult for 
the current government to deal with. Yeah, I think it's understandable why they uh, they don't want to um, uh, highlight uh, that particular uh, element of the, the story, the foundation of the state. Uh, we do have to leave it there, but the book is fascinating. It's called The Disappeared, Forced Disappearances in Ireland from 1798 to 1998. The author is uh, Porig Ogorurka. Porig, well done on the book and uh, thank you so much for joining us.